it's never too late to just say fuck it all and 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 reinvent your life it's your life you know and no one can tell you how how it should be One, two, one, two, bless you, achoo! Yes, yes, this is Breaks and Lakes, bringing you everything that you need to bless up. And, well, rest assured, we're going to help you stay up to date with everything happening out here in Minnesota hip-hop and more. Yo, we are Breaks and Lakes. I am that dude, Derek. Hey, Derek. You sound kind of sick today. I am sick, man. I'm sick of everything. Uh, Yeah. Sick so much it's got me sick. But yo, we're also joined by, yes, Mr. Steal Your Dog. I am Mr. Steal Your Dog. Take your dog right from your house, walk it around a little bit. Damn, man. You like DMX on some other shit. Yeah. You like if DMX did like a lot different drugs. Yeah. Like, That's true. Like DMX was. What grew kind up of in drugs does DMX do? Everything that Gucci is afraid of. Mm. Everything Future swears against. At this point, I like how Vince Staples said it. Come on, the dude went platinum on Pookie. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you have no idea what that means. Watch New Jack City. All right, shout out Nina Brown. But yo, you already know we get down. We got a lot of great things to talk about and some not so great things because it's been a fucked up weekend in the fucking Twin Cities for multiple reasons. If you don't know, turn on the news. You already know what the fuck is up. You know, just injustice on a grand scale of a man getting murdered by the police, absolutely walking away, having his hands washed by a jury of his so-called peers. And this bullshit continues to happen on such a fucking frequent basis on a trial that was bullshit from the fucking jump. Seriously, the only fucking thing they got on the guy is he was smoking fucking weed and had a, quote, wide-set nose. Yeah. Yeah. That shit is racist as fuck. And now that the video is dropped, all the shit is out in the public's public view. You know what? Fuck it all, man. Seriously. Like, this shit is bullshit. Anyone that is siding with a cop, you can see me in the streets. Straight up. I'm getting tired of this shit. It is costing me my fucking health and my energy and just my sanity and fucking faith in humanity. Like, straight up, the justice system has been bullshit, but when you have everything across the board that you can fucking put down for a man that was murdered for no fucking reason, this doesn't, this should not fucking happen. I don't give a flying fuck what you think of your life. The man literally pulled over, disclosed he had a gun, was murdered because he disclosed he had a gun when a man was already thinking, all right, this guy is a criminal. In reality, he was one of the most genuine people within the city. And the fact that details continue to emerge that frustrate me to my fucking core. And it's not even about me. Like, that's the fucking bullshit. Like, I can't even imagine one-tenth of what the Castile and Reynolds family is going through. Like, mm-hmm. this shit is horrendous on an astronomical scale. I, 
16 inches away from the kid. Yeah. And that dude does not get charged for that because of culpable negligence, which in itself is a fucking blight on the system that it swears to uphold. Fuck that shit. 16 fucking inches. What do you got to do? The what, an- there's there's no one that's the only people stepping up for this shit are people that knew him and a lot of the people that I've found to know him don't want to partake in any sort of protest and I don't blame anybody for that shit. It it put the pressure on for a trial like this. Yes. Right. Are people tired of going to the streets? You better fucking believe it. To the point now where I know people that say, yeah, I'm done with protesting. They've lost faith in the entire political process to the point where it's like, tell me when it's time to turn up. Right. And I am one to believe in protest because I have seen it multiple times. I have participated in multiple moments of activism. But in all honesty, at what point? I don't know. Like... Everything's too fucking fresh. The fact that it was 10 to 2 on the first fucking day you walk into that trial. Like, the jurors, like, honestly, I don't know whether to blame you or just blame the system on behalf of you. And the bigger issue here is what does it take? Like, I want to know. Well, certainly... I don't want to fucking, like, point fingers anymore. I just want to sit down with someone and be like... Tell me, what would it take for you to fucking put a cop in jail? Because this guy did everything fucking yeah. right, and, and then, then some. And then the flip side of that is a black man can basically get killed for anything. Anything. And for that matter, anybody can get killed for anything. You know, if, you know like a lot of people have been saying that this needs to change because it's, it's going to come back. Absolutely. It's going to be us, you know, eventually. It's bigger than that. Like, people need to understand, like, I don't give a shit if you have, like, a predisposition against someone out of some asinine matter. Get over it. Understand this is a human life. The fact that you can blame a guy for his own murder is absolutely insulting on so many levels of just basic humanity. So, I'm just saying... I don't want to spend too much time on this because we could be screaming and crying about this shit more than we have fucking time to talk. But it happened in our own backyard. It happened under our watch. What do we do from here? How do we get these conversations? And how do people fucking search their own souls and stop with the fucking facade like the neoliberalism, the Bill Maher bullshit where you can walk out there, apologize half-heartedly, but when it comes time for some real shit, you feel like you're the victim. No, you cannot be that guy. You cannot be that person. Fucking search your soul. Why do you feel that way? You can't cop out anymore with the answer of I'm racist. If you are at least you admit it. You understand that you are. Search your fucking soul. But understand okay. why. Yeah. It's not okay. But at least they have the gall to admit it. Right. And to that's, themselves. That's a lot of people that don't have that. Everyone will... F- it's Minnesota nice, man. Yeah. It comes down to, I'm not racist, but... I have black friends, but... Yeah, and it's... it's 
it's excelled past that point too. It's that's Minnesota, man. Yeah. Because this is fucking bullshit. Like, straight up. Just search your fucking soul. Understand why you believe these things to be true. Hold yourself a fucking accountable. And if you're going to be out there actually publicly saying that fucking people like this deserve to die because they were smoking weed in front of a five-year-old. My family smoked cigarettes in front of me. It's not weed, but it's kind of the same purpose and the, the same, same premise. Thing. Or how about all the people that drink in front of their five-year-olds. I know people that drink with loaded guns next to their kids. Yeah. It's good to have a child comfortable with a weapon, but what the fuck? Like, that, there's nothing here that says that this man should have died. There's no. nothing here that said that the fucking system itself should let this man walk free. No. Of, of all cases, you know, too, of all cases, like we said before, Philando, he did everything fucking right there's i can't imagine something that he could have done differently you can't well there's always the if yeah what if no fuck that shit there is why is the jury not fucking saying no why can't we convict him why is it 10 to 2 the first fucking day and two people hold out for three fucking days but when it gets right close to the weekend wait a minute we got a verdict yeah we all want to go home for the weekend. We don't give a shit. It's just it's a fucking blight on everything that stands for in the world. Like, you can say what you want about Trump. You can say whatever the fuck you want about affairs of that political nature. But at the same time, this is, this is a new low. So just take a moment to examine your own fucking beliefs, your own humanity. And, of course, just take time to heal. Because I feel like that's what everyone needs right now. Yeah. This is going to be on our minds for quite a while. As it should. But at the same time, you don't need to have the hurt affect your life more than it should. You're right. And I don't, I really, this still sounds like bullshit to me in my own words, but this is a moment where we all have to fucking just search ourselves, understand why, and then see what we can do to move forward to make sure that this shit doesn't happen again. But the sad reality is, you go out to Seattle, the shit has already happened again. Yeah, it happened, it was on Monday, wasn't it? Or Sunday night? Yeah. A fucking pregnant woman in her own apartment. She called the cops. About a fucking break-in. Yeah. And she was hysterical because she had a fucking knife in her hand. And that's when they dropped her in front of her own kids. Seriously, what the fuck? I don't think we can say much right now no. um, about what's going to be on the podcast. So we're going to go into a mini mix here. Yeah. And uh, we'll uh, cool down. Yeah. But yeah, this first one here, uh, apparently the intro from a long-awaited EP from Left Field and Baby Shell. It's called the Lurk Work intro, and it also features some fantastic like work from the likes of Minnesota and Tech. Man, get familiar. Pay yeah. respect. Right here. Lake views. Wave the pipe. 
pound in the air like a black panther. A lot of clowns up in here, wish I had cannons. Now they drowning for years like it's Atlantis. Can't stand this clap back while cameras are filming. That kickback might snap like Annis and Silver. Amity deal with the family, we stand to deliver. Better than thriller, that's worth it. A man in the middle. I've been working since they debut out. Never will I ever let a bitch stretch me out. Breaking necks every time we all stepping out. See, I'm loyal to my word, that reverse. I'ma spit it what I live for. Risking my own to make it better for my kinfolk. History made by the pros and the pencil. Working the own, never settle for a rental unless we need it for tour. On the road with Tech and Meta, baby. Shelling like the martyr, gonna get it regardless. I be smoking out in parking lots, sipping on vodka. Smelling like a drunk roster with some big ass pockets. Goes to say I'm a young native making a profit. Uh, party's over, tech is highly sober. Had the molly blowing up her body and a holly no uh, karate over anybody. Kawasaki rolling the Tabasi, stopping for a pop. Hit some ibuprofen. I be wildin' on them, these niggas sleepin' while their eyes is open I be on my ground when niggas hardly floatin' Probably rockin' rollin' with the posse close I caught a body on them, they be lyin' frozen when they eyes still open Niggas, I'm still goin', your boy ain't never stoppin' Never tried, I advise you have better options Sicker than Ebola, I'm the higher roller I'm the fire thrower, I'm the Ayatollah, it was nice to know you I'm stoned, they wonder why he's so high Partner with me, got a cock, Debo, ah Couple players in the cup, we those guys Plenty Henny in the cup, we so fire Deep Avenues rolling up, geek don't laugh Where I'm from, it's really rough, need those stripes Fans see me smoke a blood, treat broke right I appreciate the love, need those vibes Energy is everything, enemies trying to end the G Severing, every meddling MC Lyrics leveling, melodies heavenly Let me see NV, slap it off your face I take the kick to make the play and break away Say the same. 
the smooth sounds of freaking Thaddeus music. Trying to save it. Save. It's funny how I made you, then you paid me. That shit crazy. Yeah. I don't know what else I should do in my life. I just made a big old bag today, might blow it tonight. Who would've thought that all that shit I went through turned me up like this? Bullshit did me for fun, yeah. Now who won, who did? Yeah. Wake up, collect mine, I roll some fire, then take a trip. Before 25, I swear to God, I bought a six. Walked out on my last job, and I ain't been a worker since. Got some new mail from Empire, what a time to make a flick. Okay, they turned on me, but it turned me up, yeah I got a good feeling, I'm filling my cup, yeah I got an anger problem, I don't give a fuck, yeah Come to think about it, she gon' let me fuck, yeah Man, why lie, why lie? I sell a lot of combos, like five guys My trap phone jumping, only got like five guys I spent it all twice and made it back like five times That's uh, our feature producer of the week, 
Corey Grinberg. Uh, you know, remember him from Audio Perm? I do, I do. Yeah, he's been fucking continuously. Listen to this real quick, though. This shit is fucking bonkers, basically. Very much is. It's just, I don't know. I'm not in the mood for it, but I, I know, rock I with it. But it's making me feel a little bit happier. Indeed. But yeah, this, what kind of what that whole set of music was kind of may, maybe doing? Kind of. Yeah, it's a lot definitely of it's a lot of local love right there. Yeah. But of course. So um, that before we go into what it was, yeah. this is all these beats that we're playing tonight from Corey. They are uh, an EP that he just put out called Uma. All right. And maybe Uma is this dog in the picture? Of course. Yeah, that's why we picked him. And there's another dog there. <laughs> and he's got a cat in his fucking profile picture. Oh, wait, that's a dog, too. Holy shit. Shout out to Corey Grimberg and his dogs. Look at, see? That's his dog. That's a dog. That's a dog, too. For submissions, take many, many pictures of dogs. Yeah. You oh, will be shit. on this show so fast. <laughs> Whole Foods was created by the devil. devil. And is now sold to Amazon. That's fucking real. I wonder he didn't even realize that shit. I don't know. I still fuck with Whole Foods salads. Yeah. It may have got me sick, but... Is that what you ate? Yeah. Mm. I, don't, I don't think it actually did anything to me, but I found out they also had, like, ice cream you can have in your hand. What? Rich people shit, man. It's weird. Oh, yeah. I, I was fucking bugged for a minute. Apparently, you can get two for ten. Wow. Yeah. Crazy shit. Whole Foods was created by the devil. Um, that's a Corey Grimberg song. The one that we're listening to right now is called Daryl from the Uma EP. Before that, we had Five Times, and that's the new track from... Taylor J off his new album. Man, fucking bang that shit straight up. Like, you don't know about Taylor J right now? You are fucking so asleep. Get out that coma. Yeah. Taylor's been working. That's and for real. And this is his debut album, finally. That's so, good. telling you, just pay attention. He's going to be big. Man, he's already doing it. He's yeah, got, he yeah, he did tracks with Lex Luger, man. That's right. Like, this shit's fucking crazy. Did tracks with Gucci. Man. Really? Yeah, back in the day. Damn. He's been doing it, man. Yeah. But, yo, before that, we also had the homie Rich Garvey and Angelo Bombay with Andale Andale. Shout out to Rich Garvey. Shout out Angelo Bombay. Yeah, definitely made you get up and go. But of course, if you're trying to get that work, why not that Lurk Work? The intro off of Left Field's upcoming EP, Lurk Work, that also featured the likes of Metasota and Tech. So, man, you already know it was a it was a joint. And of course, shout out to Meta. Definitely making a couple of uh, noises last weekend. We're not going to spend too much time because you already know about it. But, yo, yeah. Meta definitely stepped up and, you know, challenged Quali. What started off as a couple it was just of a uh, jokes, yeah, you know, just jokes. jokes, but turned into pretty much everyone just trying to have their moment. Which, if you're gonna ride for the city, I get it. A lot of emotions high this weekend, but at the same time, like I don't know, just just understand why you're commenting. Yeah, like at about on Sunday night when you're still going at quality, honestly, you have to you have to question whether or not you should be fucking engaging. <laughs> like I want to keep saying stuff about this but it's not worth it it's not worth it fuck it but yo let's talk about what's coming up on the show yes indeed coming up uh, you know last week our very own Isid well our our used to be very own Isid he uh, came back had a homecoming show we talked to him a little bit so we'll 
get into that interview. Yeah, talk about uh, his new album, How to Fake Your Own Death, and Moving to Brooklyn. Yeah, Moving to Brooklyn. He's gone now. He'll be back. Yeah, he will. He'll but be back. We talk about this in the interview, but I think he's he already starting, he's already starting to like it out there, it sounds like. Yeah. And I think from what I know about Isid and, you know, the time I've spent with him, he's going to like it out there a lot, I think. Oh, I think you already... Right now, let's uh, get into another mini-mix. Actually, yeah. Or do you want to get into get the Eason interview? Let's get into a mini-mix. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Let's start it off with a new song from... Hmm. You know what? Let's get into this Devin Reason and C-Free track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, if you don't know about either of those dudes, you fucking up. The Rotation Free Minds combined... For a song that's really going to make you wonder what's up with Young MC. In fact, maybe bring some new life into like a pimp slap of sorts. So get ready, get set. This is Devin Reason C Free with Bust a Move. Busting it right here, right now. Lake Views. I am phenomenal. I put in works for the packs like your fucking abdominal. I am not comical, but they say I'm acting funny. I'm going through obstacles. If you bout that drama, though, we gon' pop up, get it popping outside of your mama, though. If you bout to get rich, then know that you better not ever let your baby mama know. I need the commas, though. I need the Benji's that moolah need everything profitable. I am unstoppable. All of my bros always told me that anything's possible. I am the shit, and this is the hit, and I know you're glad we made it. When it comes to the art, but I never graduated I fucking love me like I masturbated Fuck a bitch, I wish I had the patience I fuck all these hoes, no exaggeration They showing fake love, I just laugh, I hate it I swear it's a rap for you niggas We bustin' moves, you just actin' my nigga I know you talk behind my back, little nigga So I have no reason to tap up you niggas. Show me love, show me love Show me love, show me love, show me love Yeah, we in the groove, in the groove yeah, so bustin' move, bustin' move. Bussin', yeah, bustin' move, bustin', bustin', yeah. Whoa. Hey, hey, bustin' a move, it ain't about luck, nah. No, no, bustin' a move, we runnin' that tundra. Yeah, yeah, never could lose, we turnin' them monsters. Yeah, yeah, she gon' bust a move. Bussin', bustin', tell me why every time we come stompin' through. Yeah, they all feel like they need to come bust a move. Chase a broom, I fuck around and chase a few Watch her Leo's side, yeah, she gon' bust some more K-Dot, I'm tryin' levitate, y'all extra late For the business, I got two phones Kevin Gates, block my exes, had to set them straight Just killed the stages in a better place, I ain't never late Swear to God, I need two clones, y'all testing breaks Tatiana's out here selling face Nah, I ain't tryin' to see what they really said I'm high as the Himalayas, y'all ain't got no women there You ain't getting grizz and I been a bear we not alike, let's start with the hair Second, I'm good with what I see in the mirror At they sight, why they vision impaired Scheme, scheme, plot, plot, try and get a lair This hard with the bass, drink hard, lick it straight Lamborghini, Rizzolini, large Steps, right, I govern environment where they are Next on mom, keep bars and stars, got an arm war Run your bay about to leave cause you ain't hard yet Yeah, limp dick, niggas, act hard as a rock Only time you LeBron is when you flop I'm like Burner and Khalifa with the crop You could get the plug if you try and shop My pen sharp like a needle Watch me lead this page, leaking, bruh Stains Ain't gon' bang, ain't nothing changed but the seasons I might crease a new pair of airs when I'm stepping on the weekend I just ball, y'all just want the balls They reach in, I'm teaching, boy Hey, hey, bustin' a move, it ain't about luck, nah No, no, bustin' a move, we runnin' that tundra 
fuck you here for? Sir, protect your E. Yo, fuck 12, fuck Trump, nigga, fuck the E. In America, you die if your skin color ain't white. It's a band of middle rights. Fuck that talking, time to fight. Fuck 12, say it twice. Fuck 12, it's a knife. Hit it back if you black, focus up and get strapped. Zigzag of the drill, yo. Got a big swag like Mick Jack. I ain't just bragging, you know. If 
your chick bad, I can hit that Now just pass to the bros Where the bricks at, let me flip that It'll fix that, cause I'm broke bro. But don't get jacked for that big cash Niggas get stabbed, guns blow like not know what to think about these beats other than that they're fucking crazy and cool they're slamming they're slamming these beats are slamming that's right man yeah. yeah i didn't think you'd see that today but that's what happens when you're on theraflu but yo what it do lake views coming back we just got done with our second mini mix of the night and that last track right there man plaza been that dude for a minute so get familiar that yeah. boy is coming back with a Remix to the Jaden Smith Batman song that had everyone kind of looking one way, but then he came right back to really just steal the show with Robin. So, yo, right. shout out to that dude because he, he's got Jaden Smith asking for the video, exactly. which dropped today. It was hilarious. Yeah. He's just like, yo, I remixed the track. He's like, video? And he's like, oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, it's yeah. Just like, man, I love it. Shout out to Plaza. Shout out to we fi- free Wi-Fi. Man, these yeah. fucking drugs. They just signed to Rostrum. Yeah, that's right. But yo, we also heard uh, Pilot Johnny. Not only, Jonathan. sorry, we'll get to Pilot Johnny. But not only did they sign to Rostrum, but they painted the city during Soundset. Their posters are everywhere right now. Yeah, it was a something like I remember Friday before I was out on uh, Hennepin at like four in the morning, five o'clock. Look yeah. over at a bus stop, straight up everything was fucking free Wi-Fi. I was like, yeah. There's a lot of spots like that. Your your fucking street game was phenomenal. Yeah, that's good. Take it to the streets. But yeah, as we were saying, Pilot Johnny coming back for the squad. One of multiple tracks that he's been dropping frequently, but this one just feels oh so timely. Throw up the middle finger and fuck 12 straight up. And of course, starting that all off, man, had to bring it right back around. You already know. Yeah, you gotta bust a move. Bust a move. Devin Reason. See free. Respect yes, it. Indeed. Man, I need to see a fucking doctor. But yo, Ooh. while yeah, we right. do that, let's find out what's going on with the likes of filling the breaks own Issa. Because yo, as we were saying earlier, we got the chance to talk to him, figure out what's up in his life and how everything's changing up. And of course, being that he actually dropped a fantastic project called How to Fake Your Own Death. Favorite title of the year so far, and 
one of my top 10 of the year so far. Yeah, definitely. Without a doubt. Um, just another, Isid always progresses with his projects. And he hits close to home sometimes. And I think in a lot of ways, he, this album is universal. And I think that a lot of people have these same kind of thoughts about the world. And in, then in Isid's case, the album is about him dealing with the world as well as his father's death or his grandfather's, grandfather's. death. Yes. And uh, it's a really good interview, really good album. I think you probably should check it out. Let's get into it. Yeah. This is a track from the album called... Motivational Speaking. You heard it. Lake Views.
Yo, 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 we're back stage right now at the Triple Rack, about to make you rock tonight with the man himself filling the break's own. Isid, what's good, sir? How you doing? Not too bad. Welcome back. Hell yeah, thanks for having me back. Well, you didn't have me back, but... You came back. I came back. You came back and allowed us back. And I had you, so thanks for coming. That's what I do. (laughs) (laughs) But no, for those that don't know, you actually made the excursion out to Brooklyn. So how's that so far? Uh, it's, it's amazing, man. It's, it's really cool to, uh, I'm living in uh, Bushwick in a band house with a friend of mine that I'm starting like a kind of a band with and you got a band with, yeah, I got, we got mad bandwidth. Um, it's really dope though to like, you know, just like have like one of your musical collaborators living upstairs from you. Cause you can just like, knock yo, on, yeah. Just knock on the door. Like, Hey, you up? Yeah, basically. <laughs> No, but it's it's been great, man. Where like I just love the the pulse of the city, the vibe. You know, I'm I'm I really like walking and just like always doing stuff, so it it definitely keeps me kind of going. And I think that's 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 what I love about it and and the like social aspect. Like everybody in my neighborhood is like like kind of knows each other and they're all like trying to they are trying to get to know us too and and kind of it's nice. it's kind of dope yeah, you know there's actual community out there yeah yeah a lot of good energy yeah man well that's what's up and yeah for those that are trying to like compare the two like i know minneapolis and brooklyn kind of like have a lot of similarities uh is there like some similarities that you're already figuring out just on the initial trip out hmm. or what's different i mean i i think they are completely different worlds all right but well, but they but they they coincide in the liberal sense for sure, you know, like, um, but I just think New York has just so much more diversity mm. that you can't, I mean, just <laughs> the sheer amount of like Puerto, like Puerto Ricans are all over my neighborhood and, and they're awesome. And, and, uh, but there's really no Puerto Ricans in the Twin Cities. At least I don't really know that many. I'm sure there are. There are, this but is, the I don't numbers want, you know, are far, far yeah, fewer. Yeah, like I don't want to like make any sweeping statements right now about either this place. This is the exclusive right you know? now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Um, but no, like both, I mean, there's good music communities in both and a lot of creative stuff happening. It's just kind of like I think of Minneapolis on on acid or steroids you know, when comparing it to Brooklyn, you know, cause like I would say Minneapolis is more like Portland, Oregon, you know, where New York is just like its own monster. Makes sense. Yeah. Hey, 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 Je- Isid. Hey justice. I'm on this now. Um, so we were talking earlier and you kind of been, you said Brooklyn has been pulling you. Yeah. And so you got this new album, How to Fake Your Own Death. Yes. Um, we're going to go back to that with Derek too. But since um, I'm here right now, how did, how did the writing of the album and, um, you know, moving to Brooklyn, how did those coincide at all? Oh, well, it's kind of weird because I had been thinking about moving there for a while because my friend Lewis Logic, well, formerly Lewis Logic, he's kind of... He's transformed and now he's he's not really doing that per se. Like okay. he's still doing music, but just a different thing. Um, but we toured together a couple of years ago and became really close. And every time I'd go to New York, I'd stay at his house in Bushwick and just kind of, I just fell in love with it. And 
every time it was like another reason to stay, another reason to stay. I'd, you know, meet somebody else or go to somewhere else that I'd be like, oh man, I want to, I want to do this more, Yeah. you know? Um, and so that was always swirling around, but like the album is kind of completely separate. Okay. The album was inspired by, um, in 2014, my grandfather was, um, he, he, uh, got cancer, lung cancer, like out of nowhere. Um, we found out in July and he was dead in September. Wow. And so it like hit my family and myself like a ton of bricks. He was only 71 and relatively healthy. Like you, you know, he had a lot left. And so when I, when that happened, I had all, I had finished pheromone heavy and I had a lot of stuff in the pipeline that I'd been working on tour plans and all that. So then 2015, I just toured the whole year, just worked. And I was just in, in my head, just like trying to make sense of like, you know, our healthcare system, all right. these things that, that you think of, like when someone close to you gets cancer like that and you're like, why didn't they give them cannabis? Why didn't they do this? Why didn't, you know, what the, you know, then I looked up all these different kinds of remedies and, and holistic things and just trying to find answers. And so I sat with all those emotions and then that winter, so coming into like, that early bit of 2016 is when I wrote the bulk of the record okay. and it really just spilled out of me and was all kind of related to, to just trying to make sense of, of mortality. Right. And, um, that, that feels like the right way to describe that album is trying to make sense of things. Yeah. And it, it um, you know, cause yeah. I was, I really, and you know, you add that in with the, the rising tensions from our political yeah. landscape. And that was inspiring a lot of what I was writing too. And because for me, it's like, not only was I sad about my grandpa dying, but I'm sad about other people dying from stuff like this. And just the, the hypocrisy of America as a whole and how, you know, what we put on importance on when there's so many other things that are so much more important, you know? Right. Um, and so I was just trying to find a way to bring that all in there. And for me, it was like, I felt like I wasn't really going to be able to resolve any of it. And when I was writing the songs, I was like, this to me feels like me, uh, just kind of spilling it out and wanting to remove myself from everything. Yeah. You know? So it was kind of like, wishful thinking how to fake your own death for me is like i kind of want to i want to restart i want to redo that can we redo all of this mm -hmm. you know um i can see that too in like the music of this album too yeah. um it's not so much and never that and i wouldn't say that you're you've ever made straightforward rap music yeah. but it's it's got a i don't know and like uh, an indie-ish vibe to it and like kind of a rock and roll vibe. Yeah, definitely. Sense. But and that's what a lot yeah. of people have been saying to me about it. And But it feels right too, I think. I think uh, the growth feels good in my opinion. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's... And that was the thing too is it was kind of natural because a lot of times for me, if, if it's... If I'm going to go... If it's going to go somewhere else, it's got to kind of feel... Right. And I don't think you've ever been one to... Well, you, I think you've always kind of done what feels natural yeah. in a lot of ways. But yeah. But I think this one, because even like Pheromone Heavy, when I go back to it now, I'm like, uh, I don't know. You know, but like this stuff just felt right to me. Like right away, I was like, this is where I need to go. Okay. You know, and, and I just, 
I really wanted to like explore the melt, the melodic side of it more lyrically too. you know, challenge myself to, you know, and it's, you know, it's like inspired by, I don't know, a lot of rock, I guess that I listened to too. So, uh, I know I had a little bit more, uh, interesting time listening to it. Like I remember when you passed over the album, it was actually like two days after my own grandpa died. So, oh, wow. like straight up dude, like your shit wow. like made me like come to terms with it. And it was like in really, really interesting listen because it was all the stuff that I was also like kind of putting together on my end. Yeah. I wasn't also that close. So it was like same kind of vibe, but yeah, definitely got to say that it definitely carries over just in wow. the brief aspect as a whole. That's but, amazing. <laughs> just like, like tell me about for sharing it. that, man. Yeah. Like it, seriously, I I was pulled aside like multiple times, like stress, especially from like a uh, down to a science all the way to wrong guy. Yeah. Like that yeah. I had to pull over to the side of the road. Just like, all right, let's, let's really just, let's accept this. Yeah, for so, sure. But yeah, but yeah, the whole like project as a self, like you, as you're saying, it was really talked about like, uh, the social implications, but also the grieving process. Yeah. Uh, what was one thing outside of music that you actually did as far as your own self of just coming to terms with the grief? Um, you know, I think <sighs> the songwriting, I mean, now like when I released the album or the day it came out, I was like, this was a cathartic experience for me. Cause it was like, kind of like, I just needed, I, I, I sat with it. You know, my girlfriend was kind of, um, not, I don't want to say giving me shit. Cause that sounds, I don't know, but she was just kind of like, you need to like, you need to process this. You need to, you need to cry. And I, I didn't, I don't know if I ever really fully did that, you know, but I, but I did over time. I did, you know, through like biking and just kind of reconnecting with people that have been close to me throughout my life and kind of slowing down too. After I did all that touring, you know, for a year and a half last year, I just was kind of like, cause I, cause I had like half the album done and then I went on that tour with Bluebird. Oh, yeah. And so I was, my head was in it. And so while I was on that tour, I was just kind of all over the place. And I was like, I need to not do this for a while. So once I got done with that tour, I spent, you know, six months just living life a little bit kind of slowing down and just being creative and and it was really really good thing for me because I also was having a hard time uh practicing yoga as much as I preferred to just because I was touring playing gigging so much like you know just I I never felt rooted and so I really needed to like root down again just get back to the roots and I think that's kind of what I did I mean I started sampling I, I fell in love with sampling again and like really started um, studying or just paying attention to music theory more, being more diligent and hard on myself about the way, you know, things come together. And um, I have two questions, but the one that I want to ask first, but then um, this one's about like the technical side of the album. Yeah. So you spent some time recording at some studio i remember you posted about it i don't remember the oh name yeah the mini haha recording yeah 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 and yeah. you said that you were using some vintage stuff and yeah like doing some really nice processing yeah what we did was um so the majority of the songs i think there's only one song we didn't do this to maybe two um but we took 
like the drums and reamped them through oh. like a set of amps that were connected to pedals. And then I, I modulated some like effects too on a couple of them on like lightning bolt. And, you know, so there's kind of like some, just like some weird stuff <laughs> happening that, um, and then I, so it's almost like a ghost behind the album. So the drums all have this like extra, like few layers of like reamped, like dirty sounding stuff. And then yeah. some of them we did like through a bunch of like reverbs and, and whatnot. And we okay. did that with vocals too. Dope. And then I kind of sit, you know, cause I had the album sounding relatively like how I wanted it to at that time. And then I, you know, got all these different layers that then I was able to kind of manipulate and do more with. Yeah. And, and that was really fun. Is there a sound on the record that you remember from that? That was like, when you hear it on the record, you're like, God damn, that was perfect. Or like, just really love that sound. I'm sure there's a lot of them, but isn't it? Yeah. Else? I mean, I feel like, <laughs> well, the <laughs> Terrell's all right. Terrell's here. I think we got it. All right. Um, <laughs> Well, the, the track uh, Eternal Shavasana, okay. we did a lot of extra layering for like the end of that, for the yeah. second half of it where it kind of goes instrumental. And and Jason, the guitar player that I worked with on that, he came into that studio and just kind of laid some stuff down. And then I, you know, manipulated it later. And okay. it definitely was one of those things where after he finally heard the final version of it, it was like, damn, you know? Um, but that happened a lot or like, like the way wrong guy, the way the drums yeah. sound on it. If I played you the original version of it, it sounds so much more rigid where now those drums, they sound like sample, like real, like rich, right. Um, drums. And, and so there was just those little nuances that I wanted to like add in there, okay. you know? So my other question is not about the technical side of yeah. things with, you know, the release of, or not the release, like the when you dropped the album and you said you you felt like that a little that weight was lifted a little bit and then now moving to Brooklyn um was did that long tour have anything to do with that and realizing you know maybe I don't want to tour all the time because yeah. I know that you're making changes in Brooklyn so you're not Yeah, basically I well I just realized like I really I really <laughs> I mean I love my dog. Yeah. And my dog is five and I've got him for at least five to 10 more years. I love my girlfriend. Like right. I, I love making music. And so if, if I can't be able to make music, then what is the point? And so I felt like either I'm going to like tour cons constantly right. and just be on this grind mode, like always feeling like I got to sell myself and sell stuff or I can find another way to like do it, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And and that's what I'm doing, man. Just kind of like really trying to do this. I felt like for a while it was like I was taken by storm by the by the whole um, by the train of music of right. of chasing the dream and just trying to keep it going. Yeah. And where now I'm like I did that and now I'm I'm kind of like my fans are there and and the di I'm not going to stop making it mm -hmm. but I want more time to invent new sounds and styles and try different projects and in order to do that I need to be rooted you right. know
you got to be in that right creative spot. Yeah, and, yeah. And because the creativity is what really matters. I mean, if it wasn't for chilling out, you know, making albums, you wouldn't be where you are. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just that's what matters to me. Yeah. And if if I get it, you know, if there's opportunities to tour with awesome people and stuff, I'll do it. I just I'm not gonna go out there just balls to the wall yeah, living like, in a fucking in the Buick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. Alright, so let's talk about the album title. I know you have your own little definition to it, but as a person that jokes a lot about faking my own death, how would you do it? How would I do it? Yeah. Um move to Mexico. That's it? That's what you say in the song. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean you know, we gotta get a nest egg some sort so i'd okay. figure that out but definitely going somewhere where the dollar is strong right, okay. you know and just like living anonymous being being by nature and not like i mean i think that the like american dream <clears throat> i don't want to sound like an asshole but i think it's i think it's just a scam yep. it's a scam to make people give up on their dreams and just you know like it's funny it's the american dream but it's like buy a house have a kid get a dog get a car do all these things you know yeah work 50 hours a week and you don't how are you gonna live i just i don't no no man that's not for me and that shouldn't be for anybody and i think um i think that's a lot of what i was trying to maybe say with that title too is it's never too late to just say fuck it all okay. and 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 reinvent your life. It's your life, you know, and no one can tell you how how it should be, you know, and so yeah. When Derek usually talks about uh faking his own death, it's usually to get out of a crime. Ah. Way to blow the spot, man. Damn. Yeah, don't blow up the spot. That's why I don't tell you my top two. I tell you three and four. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get shit on the low. Well, hey, I get that too. You know, sometimes you gotta, if you gotta do what you gotta do and get out. Um, but I guess for me, it was more of like a therapeutic thing. You know, like Eternal Shavasana, that track. I'm trying to like get back in the mindset of it. But a lot of it was like, like your body, you're only in this body for so long. I mean, you can get all we can get all metaphysical and all that on it. I mean, we're only here for so long, and you just gotta enjoy the ride, man. True. So what can you tell us about this new band? Oh yeah. So the project with Lewis Dorley yeah. is called Toy Friend. Doily. Dorley. 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 Sorry, okay. it is kind of loud. Doily would be a good name too. Dor- Doily. <laughs> like you know. Lewis like Doily. <laughs> hey Doily. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the what's it all about? Uh, so that project, he's writing this. He's the songwriter, and and he's singing like okay. falsetto. Yeah. And then I'm doing all the drum programming and production and kind of overall arranging. Yeah. And it's kind of like Purity Ring meets Elliot Smith. Interesting. You know, it's so it has that like some really cool kind of drums that are kind of um, contemporary. Yeah. And then like kind of classic like heartbroken songwriting. It, it's cool. It's and it's more down tempo. Okay. 
but we're really excited about it. It's definitely like a kind of a new frontier and, uh, I'm excited to be able to like be in the same room now. Cause we've been working on it for two years mm. and you know, not being in the same city, you know, we'll work on a song and then we won't work on something for a couple months, you know? I know and, that goes. and I'm definitely the kind of person where it's like, I tend to like, once I get in the vibe of something, I want to just kind of knock that. it out. Yeah. Keep that, that momentum, that creative momentum going. So I'm thinking we have, we have an EP that's ready. Well, it's a bulky EP. I think it's eight or nine songs. Um, but we got that, um, almost ready. Just got to like do some fine tuning on the mixing and get it mastered. And then we'll hopefully release that maybe in like August or September. Who Damn, knows? Soon. soon. We've got cover art for it. It's So most of the things are ready. It's just kind of like timing, getting everything together. Okay. It's kind of waiting till I got in the, you know, rooted in Brooklyn and yeah, comfortable. Yeah, still getting settled, yeah. I think. Yeah, I mean, a little like bit. It, yeah. I'm putting words in your mouth. No, but you're kind of right. I mean, we are still trying to get settled, but it is also like it's time to make make things happen and and be you know be on top of it. So yeah, very good. Well, Derek, do you have any last questions? All right, very good. Well, thanks for taking a little bit of time with us. Of course, Ethan, it's always good to hang out with you, and you know, best of luck in Brooklyn. Thanks, dudes. And uh, this is the last time you're ever going to have an interview on our blog because you moved to Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> so screw you, man. Yeah. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe you guys can come out there sometime. And we'll, yeah, dude, that'd you know. be dope. I like. I've never been to New York at all. I'm a Harlem cat. I'm saying. My uh, my buddy Premrock. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's dope. He's a dope rapper from from out there. He lives in Harlem right now. Are you going to be, so, you know, trying to collaborate with uh, Brooklyn rappers? Yeah, now? definitely. I'm going to... That will be really cool. Um, I've been talking to him. There was a track that he and I and B- Billy Woods were supposed to oh, knock out a while ago that just kind of got put on the back burner. And I was going to mention this earlier when we were talking, but Blockhead and Aesop Rock produced the new Billy Woods yeah. album. Aesop was on that too? Yeah. He produced like he, two or three tracks. Okay, what about like I was at the release show last week. Oh God, damn! Yeah, it was fun. Hell yeah! So I'm definitely, I'm, I'm definitely trying to like, you know, get my get into the the scene and community a little bit, and just kind of be like, hey, let's work on some stuff. Let's play a show. Like, why not? You know, there's there's a lot more. There's there's I feel like there's more people kind of trying to push the boundaries like I am there. I was gonna say that, um, and I don't mean any disrespect by this, but the scene here is getting younger and yeah i think the scene isn't necessary i don't know it's hard to it's there's a lot to say about it but yeah i think you're gonna do well out there is yeah basically the bottom line of that i think that yeah might fit it's gonna be a good fit i think so too thanks man i got <laughs> no i know what you're saying you can move to brooklyn now <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's okay yeah it's okay now <laughs> yeah i mean i'm not 20 doing trap music so it's like yeah what do you it's never yeah <laughs> well if you fake your own death yes come yes. back as, how about you bring dice back I, yeah i'll bring <laughs> dice back I, I actually have another project under the name a reefer franklin oh uh, that's fucking awesome <laughs> that'll be pretty cool too is that gonna be a trap album no that one's like it's all like uh broken beat kind of stuff okay. just like really like effect heavy like like looped kind of beats and stuff like loud or like loopy it's loopy 
some of it's a little noisy, okay. some of it's kind of distorted-y, but, but then it's like, you know, I'm using all kinds of crazy drum programming on it and it's fun. It's dope. Sweet. And then I like, you know, trying to make it in the, it's like a beat tape, okay. you know, that kind of format. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. there really is one to it, it's just beats and like yeah. 30 of them or something. Yeah. Like yeah. And they all kind of bleed into each <clears throat> other and yeah. just trying to manipulate them and, um, really mess around with it. So great, dude. Well, like it's always great talking to you. I'm sure yeah. you know Derek means Love the same it. thing. Um, you know, best of luck out in Brooklyn, and you know, best of luck at the show tonight too. Thanks, man.
Then beat it up, bam, bam. Got a pussy popping on the handstand. Yes, I can, can. Drop it, make it hotter than the pot up in the kitchen with the dishes on the damn bed. Breakfast for the champ, champ, doing damage. Make an omelet for the ice. Well, there you have it. Freeze. Freeze. He's <laughs> um, a burner. Yeah. Yeah, I love that, man. That's a track produced by Mike Fry. Not sure when it was made, um, but we won't talk about that because it doesn't matter too much. It does. So either way, Freeze is coming back. He's going to be performing out at Amsterdam in a couple weeks with Mirage and a bunch of great cats. It's going to be a fun show. First show he's done in a long time. Last time I saw him, it might have been his last show, was it the Nomad? Was that his last show that we... Last show that I saw him at was Soundset. Really? No. Was that the show that we saw? I don't know what show you're referring to. It was the Nomad. I live at those spots, man. I know. No, we were there. It was you, me, and Chris, I think. We saw Freeze and Aquafresh. Um, It was the record release for uh, Big Wiz, Aquafresh, and... Um, was he on that show, the Anchorman? Abhinav, yeah, the Anchorman show. I think that was that show. And Abhi's not the Anchorman. Oh, he's not? That's Tila Sean, big... man. Tila Sean. Yeah. yeah, I had Tila Sean in my head, but I said Abhi. Yeah. Either way, shout out to all of them. They're very dope, but I'm not so sure about that. Either way, yo, yeah, get okay. familiar. It's been a minute, but of course, dude is definitely that guy. So. Don't forget. Just saying. Don't turn sides. But, yo, let's talk about everything that's happening citywide, statewide, everything going down for great vibes. And, of course, yo, Friday, we got a lot of great joints, including Dose and Ramen, a nice little dance night put on by Peace of Mind and Drug, featuring Tech, DJ Low, Quincy James, all hosted by Radio Ali. Man, you already know it's going to be it's gonna be a time, so shout out to them. And also Friday night, Freddie Gibbs coming through the Fine Line Music Cafe with John Connor and Mac Irv. Man, that's something. Yeah, you were talking about John Connor a little bit, weren't you? I love John Connor. He's yeah. definitely underrated. Like, he, Is he new? Mm, depends on your definition of new. All right. He's definitely dropped a couple projects. He's out of uh, Michigan. I believe Flint. So, dude is, like, hella official. Actually, Ghost Road for Compton. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, this guy signed Aftermath. Like, everyone was saying, like, he's the next dude. In all honesty, he could be. So, we'll see what happens. But, of course, also Friday night, you got the Feels finale over at the Amsterdam. It's going to be a night of release. Um, If you've been to the Feels, you know it's a good fucking vibe all the time. And I think it's especially necessary with all that's been going on. As it should. We got uh, Sultry Sounds from Asia Divine. Uh, Denver Biddle the third. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, Sagira Shahid and Pierre Culp Douglas Sr. Plus we got DJ Nika So Dope and DJ Miss Brit. So tools, so tools. You already know what to do. You and of course it. that's free Friday as well. And, yo, this weekend also going to be big for multiple reasons. I know you were doing a lot with the Jazz Fest that's happening. Yeah, about. and that Feels show is connected to the Jazz Fest. It's it's not the official, like, big stage Jazz Fest in the park, but those shows are affiliated, and they're, like, included on the website and such. Okay, so it's just kind of like that yeah, side, it's a big party side spot. And, yeah, and everything is free. It's going to be kind of like the after-party spot. Because I think that shit wraps up around 10. That's what's up. Yeah. 
All right, so yo, if you're trying to get some jazz, plenty of time for that. But also, Pride is happening this weekend. Do not forget, as you know, Saturday night, you got the Ice House getting really proud and really just kind of nuts because you got Thank You, Come Again. And who's all on that one? We got performances from Nick Jordan, Anytime Jones, DJ Keezy holding it down, as well as Shannon (laughs) Shannon Blowtorch. And, uh... Oh, that's always going to be a good time. Anytime you got Keezy and Blowtorch in the house. Hell yeah. It's going to be a fucking party. It's going to be crazy. But of course... Oh, and Meech is holding the fucking thing down as the house. That place might actually burn down. So shout out to them. It's going to be it's going to be a great, satisfying time. But also, over Saturday night at the 7th Street entry, you can't discount Lady Midnight. Really just holding it down at 7th Street Entry with Dream of the Wild. And it's actually kind of special because last week, or actually two weeks ago, uh, Lady Midnight and Afro Keys dropped Parables of Neptune EP. Yeah. So this is kind of like that moment to really appreciate and cherish the multi-track little uh, extended play, which is definitely beautiful and lovely. And it's, I don't know, I think it's going to be a nice little vibe out there. And then you got another option on Saturday night. You got a couple things to hit, kind of. Such as? Um, at the Amsterdam Prismatic Showcase. Sunday. Nah, dude, that's on Saturday. Really? Yeah, Saturday, June 24th at 9 p.m. Huh. Featuring the likes of Tech, No Good Neighbors, Prism, as well as DJ support from Easy Beats and Andrew Diff. Don't forget Gordo. Yeah, that too. That's right. Of course, shout out to Prism, really making it a showcase for sure. And then on Monday. Oh, yeah, Brandon Gordo's playing with a live band that night. <laughs> I didn't even know that one. <laughs> Man, so shout out to Gordo. This shit's going to be live. Yeah, it is. And then, of course. Drive uh, slow. Yes, sir. And then over on Wednesday out at Honey. Last of the record buyers coming through to make sure you find all the sounds for you. Just saying, it should be quite the time. As well as Soul Bazaar, you know about this show? This is a show at Ice House put on by Soul Tools Entertainment. Okay. Always doing their thing. We got the likes of Mamadou doing right. a production set. We got Devada Don and 26 Bats as well. Hmm. I'll probably be uh, making it out to this show. Shout out to the Kremblims. What? Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, but I'm going to call you a Russian. But we also got Illism taking over Caboose on Thursday for Generation Ill. A lot of great time there for a lot of freestyle, a lot of R&B, a lot of funk, a lot of hip-hop. And you got Color Me Kindly, Jay Hollywood, and Good Vibes Music Group. It's going to be good vibes. And of course, shout out to Illism, definitely doing a lot of stuff on the low. But people really, if you're trying to go, I'm just saying, you're going to have a lovely time. Exactly like fucking Nyquil tastes like. Tastes good? 
of the day. Yeah. You really about that <laughs> life or not? Either way, shout out to Corey Grinberg. Corey Grinberg. Grinberg. Always on that grind, though. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I always have that word association in my mind to the point where if I just, I'm never going to get it right. I understand. But I feel it's more accomplished. It is. He's a pretty awesome dude, um, I think. I don't know. He's Does he still hold it down in Chicago? I think so. I don't know. Just, I'm basking in the beauty of this podcast. But, yo, thank you for listening for some reason. As we'll be back <laughs> next week, hopefully in better health and yeah, better spirits. Certainly hope you feel better. And I think that everybody needs to take time. You know, a little self-love, a little family love. You know, give some love to your friends, too. Just love. Yeah, love to the community. Yeah, and of course, gotta give a... A lot of love and, of course, rest and power to Sunny Knight. Yes, that too. Who tragically passed away in the thick of everything. And then also this last week, Prodigy. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. But We're losing. Too many people, man. Like, Atmosphere, I think, said it best. is like, we need to start making healthy cool. And yeah, I for real. More. So I That's know. why you need to get healthy, too. I think that's why it resonated so much. It's like, I want to be healthy more than you know. <laughs> of course, yo, be good to yourself. Be good to others. Peace out. See you next week. It's Lake Views. Got it, man. <laughs>